Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A new ABC Family original movie. They're two sisters starting a new chapter in their lives. We can reinvent ourselves. Join a sorority. We're going to be popular. But tomorrow at 8, 7 central. Sometimes things are nearly what they seem. Campus life is going to be a real witch. Why are you doing this? Sometimes sisters do horrible things to each other. I want you to help me make it stop. Kabulam, Joanna Garcia, Jennifer Tilly, and Morgan Fairchild. The blood of the one will be fed to the eternal flame. How's your mom? Good. Sisters, sororities, sacrifices. Somebody help me! Nobody picks on my sister and gets away with it. The Initiation of Sarah premieres tomorrow at 8, 7 central. Part of 13 Nights of Halloween. Only on ABC Family. We would kill a child. <laughs> Welcome to Recap and Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I'm your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish. The class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much. Uh made it to the movies to see killers of the flower moon how was that um long but otherwise three hour every bit of three hours and 30 minutes it was yeah. uh um i tried not to learn too much about the story beforehand mm-hmm. um but after I, I i read all about it my god um crazy i want to see story. it but three and a half hours is so long dude it's um there's just so much yeah um it 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 it, it's one of he can make you jump back in time i think Mm -hmm. it's a martin scorsese skill that he has it's really not since uh what was it uh gangs in new york gangs in new york i i I felt the exact same way the way you just kind of jump back there and it was uh and yeah it's it's if you don't know the story it's it's a crazy crazy story that it was allowed to happen as long as it did. Um, yeah. I know nothing about it. I am deliberately avoiding learning anything about it Yeah, in, in the hopes that I see it. And frankly, I work freelance and I work from home. I can just take a day off and go if I feel like it, but I just haven't done it yet. But Yeah, and um, the, 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 the female lead, uh, I think her name's Lily Gladstone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, every uh, preview that I've seen, I'm like, why is why is he so sad? And it's like, she has this sad face. Every time I see her, I'm like, 
And then you see the movie, you're like I, I know, I, I, I understand why, why she's so sad. I would also uh, have a sad face. Yeah, just perfect. Just her face does all the acting that it needs to. She doesn't have all mm-hmm. that many lines. But, mm-hmm. uh, so oh, get the hell of a get, get ready for the, I think it's worth your time, but I completely I, I, understand I, if, I, I if you just want to wait it. for on demand and all that. I think I watch it here either. It's probably gonna be on Apple. It's probably gonna be on Apple TV Plus and like. In like a month, not, but yeah. but I'm I'm not sitting down for three and a half hours at my house. I mean, right. I'm much more likely to watch it and focus on it in a theater because three and a half hours in my house means three hours and fifteen minutes that I'm I'm on my phone. So yep. like that's it's a dangerous place to be. Yep. Uh, flying solo in the Lone Star State. This podcast chief mysticism and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Not much. I didn't realize it was out in theaters already. I'm yeah. so like bad Just with Friday. movies lately. Um, I started watching The Fall of the House of Usher. It's mm, how's that? Mike Flanagan's annual drop. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not spooky enough just yet, but I'm okay. only like, well, I'm almost two full episodes in, but it's not, it's not scary enough for me. It's not like Midnight Mass, which was well. really fun. <laughs> no, it's a horror show. I'm still waiting for Usher to show up. Well, I've been waiting. Urshizzle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> N- nothing. nothing. My my issue and the reason I haven't watched it yet is that I know it is just chock-a-block of, like, Edgar Allan Poe references and things, and I am not I a Poe head. Okay. No, I I refused to look it up because I was okay. like, oh, I should know what the fall of the House of Usher is about. And I went, no. No, I shouldn't. I I'm listened, just going to watch this. <laughs> I listened to the NPR podcast talk about it, and they were – I think they all universally liked it. The one that liked it the most was the guy who was like, yeah, I spent all of middle school and high school in like my bedroom alone with no friends reading Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's, okay. like, he's yes. like, all these all these references and mentions and Easter eggs are for me and I love it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's how I feel watching Crapopolis. But I don't know if that's going to impact negatively my impression of the fall of House of Usher. When I hear fall of the House of Usher, I always start humming in the Hall of the Mountain King for some reason. That's certainly right as an American. It's not the same thing. Not, no. should, should, it shouldn't be related, but it no. just shows up in my head for whatever reason. Well, now it's going to fuck me over when I watch it. So do, 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 do. Yeah. I, I know nothing about, I think, what I'm like, what Poe things do I know? Just like the Telltale Heart. And the Raven. And maybe the Raven. Yeah, I don't know this yeah. one. And, and mostly it, the okay. uh, the Simpsons versions that, that they yeah. did on the, yeah. they did a no, Telltale, the Heart Telltale Heart. The, the Simpsons Telltale Heart is the fucking best. It's not that hideous heart. <laughs> Nevermore. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Oh, something that was not so fucking good was the movie from this week. We are talking about the initiation of Sarah, the 2006 version. There's a 78 version that's available for free fucking everywhere, but this 2006 version available on YouTube in 240p, and that is it. You cannot find this fucking anywhere else. And great pick. Yeah, it, there were there were moments where I'm like, I'm not sure if the mouths are synced up to the audio or not, because I can't see them clearly. Um, the I synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes, a sorority girl unwittingly becomes the focus of a battle between good and evil. And they didn't even try <laughs> like that mm-hmm. is the barest bone synopsis. And like, I don't I don't understand the motivations of either sorority here so i don't know no. if this is really a battle of good and evil i have no fucking idea what they're mad about um dave if you could give us a rundown of who's in this hunk of shit yeah um uh, 
Morgan Fairchild. She was in the original. Don't care, but <laughs> she was. Callback. As Trina Goodwin. And then there's the twin sisters who couldn't really tell based on the 240p quality if they actually looked like each other. They could not look no. less similar. Not, not at all. <laughs> they could yeah, not so, look less like relatives if they no, tried. But all they had to say was fraternal twins. And they're like, no, we're twins. We're the same. We're same. You can't tell. You just couldn't uh, dye one of them blonde or one of them brunettes. At least their hairs are the no. same color. Like, I think mm. the point is they're supposed are, to be like a dark hair and a light hair. People, this is an Asian okay. child and like a Cambodian. Yeah, these, these are these these are not these are not relatives. They share no bloodline. Yeah. Sarah and Lindsay. That's Mika Borum and Summer Glau. 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 Yeah. Glau. Summer Glau was Asian, correct? I believe so. Uh, yeah. Filipino, At least half, right? Filipino. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so no, she and Micah Buram are not related. No. Um, Finn is Ben Ziff. Terrible. Just character. call that kid. Just call him Ben. Yeah, Finn. Finn. Ben. <laughs> just call him Ben. I didn't really catch his name. I just I kept his name was Ben. The whole movie. Finn. Finn. Ben. Uh, <laughs> Corinne played by uh, Joanna Garcia. Uh, Professor Hunter Eugenia Hunter, I guess is the full name. Eugenia. Jennifer Tilly and. Uh, Tessa Thompson plays S Min. I'm not I'm not going any further than that. I'm good. Nobody looks less like a Eugenia than Jennifer Tilly. Mm. <laughs> Eugenia. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, let's go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this one. Dana, what do you got? Yesterday. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it's on right now. All right. No, 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 no. I started <laughs> it yesterday. I watched it before and after. I watched football and took a nap. Okay. Dave, how about you? I uh, watched uh, some of it yesterday, and then I watched the Turkish version today just to see mm. if I got any more understanding of it. And uh, did no, it help? Was it was it was it better quality at least visually? Uh, it was 480p, hey. so slightly. Oh. And it was like twice gosh, as good. Gosh, 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 cool. nah, 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 oh, I, I can't speak Turkish. I apologize to all of and our of course, listeners, but no yeah. subtitles. No, of to, course to not. be found. No, no, nowhere near it. Yeah, Turkey. I'm sorry. Also, get rid of Erdogan. Um, mm-hmm. I also had no memories of this movie, never heard of it, never seen it until last week when I was looking for a movie about teenage witches, thought there were going to be a lot more. There's a couple. So like, I really thought there was going to be like dozens. And this is the one that I landed on. Um, Dana, did it make the grade or should they have held this back? Well, I will say this was an ABC family film. It was, so it was a TV movie. From the first title card that comes up, ABC family. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, so I think they're still figuring themselves out back then. I will say, watching it on some weird YouTube thing, it was really hard to see what was going on. Very hard. Film. It was really, and I'm going to say the special effects looked Ooh. bad because I couldn't make them out. The, the fire um, looked as bad as it looked in Buffy. That's what I'm going to say. Was, it was yeah, bad. Uh, didn't make the great. No, absolutely not. This movie was so, so so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was. Not good. I don't know why they felt the need to remake it. I'm sure the first one wasn't that great, which was also a TV movie. Yeah. Again, I think ABC Family was just like, what's cheap? What can yeah. we put out for Halloween? It, okay. it really it I I would not be surprised if they were like, we own a lot of made for TV movies that are going to become public property if we don't remake them. <laughs> so like let's just crank them out. Put them on ABC Family, and we have our, our library still held uh, close to the vest. Sure. Um, yeah. It, otherwise, why are you doing this? I mean, that's what happened with the um, with the Fox versions of X Men and Fantastic Four. 
that are unwatchable because they're like, oh. we own the rights to these. We haven't done anything with them. They're going to expire. <laughs> we have to put something out quick. And Thanks. they're regrettable. Uh, Dave, make the grade for you. No. No. Um, <laughs> I'm usually, I, 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 I like a nice high definition film. So this was really tough. It's yeah. really tough. Uh, Megan would have been fine with this. Too yeah. few picks, too few pixels. I tried watching it on my phone. It didn't get any better. Um, <laughs> it didn't yeah, fix the, anything. Uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel when it comes to IP here. It's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's just, you have to add it to the list of things that we didn't need this, uh, but it happened. So we'll, we'll just have to acknowledge that it happened. Um, yeah. I'd like to know what was said in the last uh, minute. I'm real curious. Um, I have no idea. I don't know how this movie ends. Uh, but I couldn't tell if mouths were moving, so maybe it was just like it's all shot some from behind. Kind of spooky song, or maybe like a, <laughs> a voiceover, probably. I don't was, know, but we'll just have was to. Was there anything in the Turkish version? Oh, uh, I got I got it. I, 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 <laughs> okay, I, I, so you couldn't have held up Google Translate. I really could have. Listeners... I'm sure that would have taken effort. <laughs> Wasn't those... gonna do it. Okay. For those who haven't watched this on YouTube, yeah, the quality is dookie. And then in what is probably the most crucial moment of the movie, like right at the end when they wrap everything up, the audio just drops entirely. Oh, and good. Never a knife. <laughs> so it's in, it's in mute for the last two minutes. And that's the I don't end. know what the fuck happened. Um, yeah. yeah. Obviously, this should have been held back. Uh, it's terrible. Um, as longtime listeners know, I am basically Oscar the Grouch. I love garbage. This was fun garbage to me. Um, it is terribly written. There is some genuinely oh. bad acting from pretty yes. much the entire cast. There are dreadful special effects. It checks all my boxes. Um, where I think the movie really suffered was the fact that it was a made-for-TV movie. Um, like we said at the time, that was ABC Family. That's freeform now, which is not producing family-friendly content anymore. <laughs> but at the no. time, they were apparently all about Seventh Heaven. And so... I think that having this be made for TV for ABC Family kind of removed any of the possibilities for like gore or titties or anything. So like, yeah, this was terrible. Gore but I had titties. fun watching. Well, gore, you know the gore, yeah, some or some not, gore not at the same time. Combination. Here, yeah. Here's the thing: there were probably no gore or titties in the first one either. Because it's also a TV movie. I didn't know that was a TV movie either. I yeah. in my mind, I'm like, yeah, we're we're remaking like. You know, a seventies B movie slasher. There's there's gore and titties all through those things, and like, nope, we didn't. This was this was bad, but I had a good time. Um, before we get into the recap and the segments, any fun facts on this one? Well, I was gonna say there's not really any. It's just that Morgan Fairchild was in the first one. She plays the head of the others, like the bitchy sorority in the other one. And also, I quickly read the synopsis of the other film on IMDb. And like the fact that this is a remake is like, te- like the stories are <laughs> it's a very different story. So it was just kind of like we have a name, we have a concept. I'm also believing uh, Claudio Carvalho from Rio de Janeiro, de Janeiro, about the because he put up the description on IMDb. So I'm going to trust that this is what the first movie was yeah, about. Right, Claudio, but it was very different. It was very different. <laughs> All right, Obrigado. Yeah. Obrigado. Obrigado. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well then, let's jump into the recap and the segments here. Um, just to table set. So don't watch this. Like it's not 
like I said, I had fun watching it. If you're a garbage aficionado, put this on in the back room while you work. Like it's not worth focusing on. It's it's not. And you know, the first thought that I had was the movie looks and sounds like garbage. Like it just there's this I like you're I, watching it in 240, like even TV. even beyond I'm, that. Sorry, meeting <laughs> so, so my thing is I am I've never made a film, I've never been on a set. I don't okay. know Thank if you. there's like a massive price difference between like a high quality movie camera and whatever ones they always use for made for TV movies where I'm like, oh, this looks like trash. Like it looks like it was filmed on like a handy cam or whatever. Like this isn't it, it you you used cheap equipment to make the movie. Like it is it, it's very clear. Um yeah. and then, you know, sounds wise, I'm not even talking about the audio quality because I could hear things fairly clearly. Um, I mean, like the 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 music, the score in this thing, it is all sounds incredibly cheap. Um, and yeah. I the the maybe the most glaring example of like I don't like how this looks was the exterior shots of this dorm that they live in. The interior, the interior, <laughs> sure, sure. horrifying. There, there was it was a a a, a dim black room. Like it was, it was yes. spooky looking. But I from think the it was outside, like reddish, but it was still like yeah. it's. There was no natural light like, getting in there. Yeah, when you watch those like road trip movies where they stay in like a horrible like yep roadside motel like motel that's four. What these, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what these dorm room and I was just like, what <laughs> is going wrong? It, it, yeah. <laughs> dingy dorm room like cool this is this is i believe this well and you know from my experience in my dorm everything was too bright fluorescent lights everything is too fucking bright but like the exterior of this dorm was incredibly confusing to me because you know i've been in a lot of dorms though most of them are in the midwest so maybe that's how we do it here um from what i can tell this is basically a motel situation where you like walk directly into your dorm room from outside. They have like yeah. those fire escape sort of like stairs to get up. And then you just walk from outside into your dorm. Like that's not a thing. It that's felt like a very bad La Quinta. Like yes. I recently stayed at one where the floors were wet. It's oh. looking big. Mm. Oh. Don't know what that pitch. It reminds <laughs> me of the Howard Johnson we stayed in on the way in Biloxi, Mississippi, on the way to Orlando as a kid. And I'm like, oh. They got us here because it said each room gets a Sega Genesis. The water is brown. <laughs> like, that's a problem. Yep. Um, it just, I, there's no main entrance to like a big building with a billion rooms in it. It's what a dorm is. I don't know what this yeah. was. I'm like trying. Yeah. Cause I, I also like, we had you to walk in, you had to swipe a card. So sure, I'm like, yes. trying to think. I was like, I haven't been to many colleges in like the Southwest or in California where it's nice, but I'm just, I California. still think. I still feel like there should be some sort of central, like people just seem to be walking. This is so inefficient. (laughs) Like the whole point of a dorm is cram as many people as we can in like this small space. And so to have each room have like a walkout to a balcony, I'm like that. I don't know what you're trying to convince me of here. This is obviously a soundstage, but I'm very confused by that. Then Everything about this location where they filmed, and I did not look up where the movie was shot. I don't give a damn. But it, I don't it, think there's any info. Probably not. They're trying to memory hold this thing. That's why it's on YouTube. But yeah. yeah, everything about the location makes it look like there's like 30 students at this school. And again, 
maybe I'm biased from being on so many Big Ten campuses, but like when the movie starts, they're driving on campus. It looks like a regular ass like residential neighborhood. There's not mm-hmm. like campus buildings. There's there's it's just houses. And then when we get B-roll shots of campus, it's just like 15 people standing around. <laughs> like This is not it, what a college campus looks like. Well, it also, so like that opening shot, it's like they're driving down Sorority Row, I guess, is what it's supposed to be. It I just guess. looks like they're taking college campus like B-roll from other films is what mm-hmm. it felt like. Like I felt like, oh, here's the quad that's from some other. Yeah. From, it's all, like, it's all just shots one? from Road Trip. From, from Van Wilder. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yes. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> right? you and know like, the yeah or like there's at what point there or like none of the buildings i know schools have been around for a while and like new buildings like there's new architectures there's like we used to call this like trembly apartments in the middle of campus like a, a 70s eyesore because it <laughs> yeah. just was so angular and trying it was horrible it didn't match mm-hmm. like anything else but they were like buildings like it just looked like they were like can we get in here? Okay, let's go in this one. And it looked like futuristic and like a circular stairwell that made yep. no fucking no sense. No fucking sense. And then it's like, oh, we're in this dingy. And I'm like, y'all were just like, who will let us in? We got we got two hours. Let's go. Film it up. Like it just well, uh, it was it's wild. A form- it's it's a formula when it comes to these kind of movies. They do it uh-huh. as cheaply as possible. And they're like, Well, this place will let us film there all day for like eight bucks. And like, that's yeah, great. It do doesn't that. fit any of the requirements uh, or look like a college, but it'll be cheap. Like, all right. That's what's important here. That's what's yeah. Important. Yeah. I think um, Dana, you made a good point that I had not thought about when I think about walking around the university of Iowa campus, the wild variance in architecture <laughs> stands out to me. It's an old mm-hmm. fucking campus. You have like, they call it the Pentecrest where you have like your fine, your five main campus buildings, all old as shit, like old marble buildings, a golden dome on one of them. You walk a block away. The EPB was built in like 1984. And it looks like it. It's like brick. Yeah. Everything's beige and brown inside. Yeah. Like, yeah, because it's. Old. I find no, I yeah. find most college campuses are. I compare them to Soldier Field. Oh, my Chicago. God. They're all Talk that- about an eyesore. They're all that basis from yep. the nineteen hundred, the eighteen hundreds and nineteen hundreds, yeah. and then built on top of it. Let's just drop a <laughs> giant spaceship on top. We'll put a spaceship in the middle of your stadium because you're gonna have to update some things. You're only gonna yeah. do it when you absolutely have to, and that's yeah. what that's it a, ends up looking yeah. like. Kind of, yeah. If they would have given me that, I'd be like, okay, we have a weird mix on this campus at what is it, Temple Hill University or whatever. And I'm like, yep. all right, Tem- good old Temple Hill, Temple Hill, Thu. DHU. DHU. Good old foo. But like, yeah, yeah I just the the way this movie looked right away, I'm like, all right, we're in for it here, huh? It's like when you're going up the roller coaster for that first big drop. I'm like, all right, I know what I'm getting into. It looks like shit. Sounds like shit. Here we go. Now, the movie does have a cold open. Um, there is an attempted sacrifice with some mysterious weird magic knife. We don't get any grounding for where we are when this happened. No. Nothing. At least in Buffy. They were like, oh, the Dark Ages. I'm like, okay, so this was somewhere between, I don't know, what, 500 and 1100 AD? (laughs) That's a time period. I had no idea when any of this is happening. They try to stab her with this knife. They haven't explained why the knife cannot stab her. Um, Corinne does some weird magic thing with her hand. (laughs) Her hand glows. Don't know what that was about. And then they just walk away and leave her there. So, like, she's... She's strapped down to an altar. 
we saw her fight back in the same way that Mr. Burns fights back. Like she was incredibly feeble. I'm like, at one point they lay her down and don't strap her. And I'm like, just sit up. Like you're not, no one's holding you down. Um, But yeah, they realize that she's not the person that they thought that she was. And so they just like leave her there and walk away. Mm -hmm. And then it's 18 years later. So like that cold open was very, very, very brief. We don't get any real explanation for what happened. And now we jump 18 years into the future. And it felt like when we get and we're going to talk about. Wait, wait, wait. So you couldn't figure out what the deal was? Um, I <laughs> after the fact, yes. In that moment, you couldn't figure out what it was. Because like, oh, we thought she was the one. All the signals are there. And I was like, what signals? Oh, what is the one? Like, I'm just like, I don't. You can't just jargon me to death. <laughs> like, tell me sure. what any of this shit means, please. I'm gonna spoil it. I was like, I'm old girl's one. pregnant, so she's giving all the signs. I had, I, I did not pick one. up on that oh. in the least. You don't watch enough of these films. I, I knew I, it. I, I like, oh, specifically God. avoid these. Yeah. Um. It. So it felt like for me, when we get the reveal at the end of this movie. It would have worked better if they just worked all that into that exposition dump we get heading into the third act anyway. Like there, Jennifer Tilly could have just said, oh, by the way, back in the day, blah, 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 whatever. I didn't need this cold open <laughs> to give me this information. Jennifer Tilly had a monologue. Put it in the monologue. We did. Um, we had to set the tone. Like apparently. This is, this is ABC family, but this ain't for kids. We're sacrificing people. We're in a fire temple. We're stringing up virgins. <laughs> no, this thought. is definitely for kids because we have a knife that can't cut. We have fire that never burns anybody. We got virgins walking around just being virgins. <laughs> like, this but, is for children. But the Get intent ready, is, kids. The intent is there. They really want to step. They they uh, didn't want. They really wanted to. And I'm just like, uh, get a different knife then, if that's what yeah. I. Regardless. No, it's gotta and, be that knife. Uh, it's the sacred the, knife. The lore of this movie is so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. So also, we have, yeah. No one knows how to fucking wield the knife in this movie. They all no. hold it. No, that's like not in a way where I'm like, <laughs> they're upright. Like they're. Uh, you gotta, you gotta yeah, shiver. You, you gotta come from. That, oh, that's what I was up. about to say. You gotta get a come up from behind and just. Yeah, you don't. You don't stab overhand like you're. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. what the fuck this motion. What is it? Tomahawk chop. You don't do that with yes. this. But like it's like a weird. It's like is that are a you Norman? Doing, like, that's like a Norman tricep. Thing? It's, it's Norman base, but yeah, it's, it's way back behind the head. It's an extended. It's a Tim Tebow throwing motion. Is what happens here. That's great. So we get these. These two twin sisters who look nothing alike, Lindsay and Sarah. Twins! And twins. Um, when the movie begins and they're in the car with Morgan Fairchild driving onto campus, they're very much presented as, like, the same person. Like, it's not like we have one cool sister and one nerdy sister. We have one sister that gets along with mom and one that doesn't. And I'm like, okay, that's only good if Morgan Fairchild's around. Otherwise, I have no bearing who these people are. Well, she's like moody. She's mom like... hates her. You got beef with mom. I know. She's I don't fine know, when man. she gets on campus. I don't know. Yeah, I she's don't moody because her mom is a dick. <laughs> That's all this was. I didn't really get it. No, no. So, um, yeah, we understand. Uh, I, I don't know exactly what was said between the two of them, but like the dialogue in the beginning shows that Sarah and her mom don't have a warm relationship. And that's kind of it. The mom explains that, like, oh, she does the full, like, here's all the different cliques at this university. I'm like, that's not a thing at universities. But she's like, this sorority is like this, and that one's like that, and that's the one that I was in. Here's the shitty one to stay away from. And I'm like, okay. Oh, she's 
she's reading them. I didn't write them all down, but she's she reading is. them for filth. She's yes. like, these girls are what? Um, I think she called them easy. I'm like, I haven't called somebody easy in a very long time. But she's like, yes. oh, those girls are easy. Then these girls are rich, and then these girls are rich and easy. I'm like, Is it easy? Loose? Did she say loose? <laughs> I thought she said loose. For like, loose. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's uh, fast. No, the rods are loose, <laughs> right? They just, yeah, they just they tried to see what would get past standards. At oh, ABC it was ABC Family, family. and yeah. it wasn't a lot. wasn't a call lot. Them, call them racy or something like that. I, I got the idea, but I was listening. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. she she runs down fucking family everybody on this show. Right? Who's being? Are we? Gonna, I think. Well, is it in? Okay, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about it. for a for a. ABC Family Show. There's one character. I'm like, you're a real fucking creep. And oh, we're like going to talk about the only male in the movie. We're talking about his ass. So uh, they we see them drive through the gates at Temple Hill University because this is in 240p. I couldn't tell if that was like a physical sign or if it was like CGI to make it look like brick. I couldn't tell. I will never know. I assume we'll know. they did not shell out for an actual sign here. Um, the the one of the first notes I have is this college feels like a high school. I don't mean the size of the place. Um, okay. Because we have no idea how big or small the school yeah. is. It's all it takes place in like a one block radius. But like the politics of how the school operates. I don't know who the popular kids at Iowa were. It's like, I don't know if we had that. But like we get to campus and we see right away there is a popular girl on campus who runs everything. And I'm like, that ain't yeah. really how college works. Well, it made me wonder if it was like a really like small school like of 500 2000 kids or something yeah like something really tiny if it's the size of a high school then yes that would make yeah. some sense university um, usually implies some size you would multiple think. colleges encapsulating it so mm-hmm. um no, not necessarily cuz the, the only other college i got into was drew university and it was like 2200 people uh, i was like it's too fucking small yeah i don't know i i was is fucking gigantic so i can't believe really, judge anybody else's couldn't size. do that either no, we have too many it. of us it's probably me, me being like well you know cambridge Un- university has 20 something yeah constituent colleges i'm like okay and i guess that I doesn't mean it, each graduate yeah. three students per year <laughs> i thought it was more about like the type of classes you offer like i think there's like a checklist no i think if it's if it's a college? university you have to have more than one college you have to have like a and college, college of business a college, college is usually arts. it's usually a liberal arts college mm-hmm. which is that mm. it limits the number of Sarah Lawrence majors in well, yeah, gosh, the, uh, gosh, they gosh. major in uh, feminism. Yeah, Barnard College. <laughs> well, I will say, going to a smaller school than I think maybe both of you. Yeah, because uh, they went, to, and I use pretty big too. Yeah, big enough. Um, that at Lehigh it wasn't necessarily like the popular kids. There just were the good and bad sororities and frats. So there wasn't like it was just more like being part of this collection, at least within my world. Again, see, I was not part of the outside world. That's another difference because at Iowa, like we had Greek life. It wasn't a big deal. It, it wasn't like no one was in, you know, frats and sororities, but it also wasn't like I know there are some campuses where it's like dominant, like the dominant mm-hmm. social yeah. structure is all Greek. And I'm like, that's not how Iowa was. Yeah. Um, But I, I did see there was a, a TikTok I saw the other day of this guy doing like if Disney Channel made a college movie. And it was just this guy showing up for regular college, and then some random dude runs up and he's like, "Oh, I have a party tonight. 
Katie Nolan's gonna be there. She's the most popular girl in school. And he's like, We're at college. And we it's are just, college. It's that reaction over and over again. Like some bully walks up and like knocks his books out of his head. He's like, What the fuck's wrong with that guy? It's like, yeah. Oh, he's a bully. Stay away from him. And I'm like, There's a bully at college. Nah. Yeah, that's how this all felt. And I think yes. because it's ABC family, they just did bring over a lot of the high school politics and yeah. put them in a college. Yeah, that's and that was a really nice soror- uh, sorority and fraternity row. The the fraternity sorority area at my college was the worst part <laughs> of I the never school. saw yours. Ours is nice. Oh, it's dude. far from everything, but it's nice. There, there was always stuff being like thrown out of windows and like fires <laughs> happening. And uh, well, the every- sorority guys stole the printer at Dana School. So <laughs> at, at least that was in my freshman dorm. At least two, two, two or three fraternities every year would start off on probation and just never get out. Oh my god! And Jesus, you you always hear about some, some, something terrible happening. But it's the the lawns were always terrible. The sidewalks were always (laughs) fucked up, and uh, the street the street lights would always be broken. So you'd walk over there. Am I am I really (laughs) safe? The slums. It, you're like walking into a horror film, and you're right? Like, the lights no, are flickering. Oh, it was a it bat was, flying around. It was across chance. the road from where I lived, and you know what? I was okay with that. I was okay with that. And see, our, we had closer we to had, the Jimmy Johns. Well, important places. We yes. had two. There's one that's like not downtown, but in like the residential part of Iowa City. Downtown. That's right. And another one that was like just where all the Greek houses were, like grouped together. So it's like there was a street that went through like the main area where a lot of the students lived. And on this one street, like every fourth or fifth house was like a Greek house. And then there's like an area where they're just all neighbors together. I didn't yeah. go into either one of those two fucking places. That was not for me. Um, I haven't been back to Lehigh in a while. I think I drove through a couple summers ago. All the frats are on the hill. So that's what we like. It's you go this like windy hill. Oh, down. No. It used to be. <laughs> Where um, I think like the executives of Bethlehem Steel used to live oh, up there, and those okay. houses, a lot of those houses became frat houses. Mansions, yeah, yeah. And then we, I think, more were built. I don't know the full history, um, but I just felt like again in this movie, the nice. I was like, I think this is the same street they used on Greek, like the TV show that I talk about oh, all the time. That is actually yeah. quite quite good. Um, I'm gonna watch it, but I believe you it is so good um but yeah it just i was like we're just recycling i'm like this this could be any college movie because the really good. the scenes didn't really work even that one of the quad i was like is that yeah. the same quad from outside providence which they, wasn't about a high school they tried to make it look cool i'm like that's just a guy leaning against the tree and he is in the foreground center of this shot and i'm like you don't want to have him throw a frisbee or anything leading no. against the tree. No. Um. So at at this college, we are to understand, I believe, that everything in your life is determined by what Greek organization you belong to. Um. They mentioned a number of times that like members of this frat are only allowed to date girls from this sorority, and like girls from this sorority are not allowed to have any interaction with any other girls from this other sorority. I'm like that. That, that seems seemed wild. Dumb. That <laughs> yeah. Real dumb. There is some known dislike and hatred amongst the sororities. Well, it's sure. not like they can't be friends with you or talk to you or only that to me felt like a very like antiquated notion of what it felt very much like Pleasant Bill, Revenge of the Nerds type shit. I'll tell right? you so what it felt like case. to me. 
it, it felt to me like um, historically black frats and sororities <laughs> where it's like mm. there's only nine of us and our friendships and hatreds go like five generations deep. <laughs> and so like, yeah, no, we do not get along and we will throw hands like that's how it felt. And I'm like, it just doesn't I, I I'm confused by how that works on this campus. And it would have helped, I think if I knew how big the campus was and how many students are that. in. But I, 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 I'm I, curious because if you're not in a sorority or frat, what do you do at this college? It seems like you can't make friends. You can't Where's talk to out? anybody. Just hang out. I don't know. I wasn't in. I don't know. Like, I don't know either. And we didn't, no, we didn't you, meet anybody who wasn't Greek. You like go even to your uh, in the first league. year elective, whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> European I, mysticism. Know, I laugh at European mysticism, but I mean, my first semester took a class on the Harlem Renaissance. I mean, that's, hey, not, that, you know that's not that different. Not, well, was it was it a history class? Because this, I don't know what this was. <laughs> this was, was a history to. class. She, okay. Jennifer Tilly is teaching witchcraft. That's different. That's, that's, that's fair. Very, I'd say that's very different. She, she was doing magic in class. That's very different. Oh. Um. So, yeah, I just, I found it all very strange. Like, I, I, I wish we had one character who wasn't in a Greek organization and was like anti because mm. then it's like, okay, now I see what everyone else in this campus is doing, but every student that we meet in this movie is in a frat or a sorority and most of uh, the adults do. I think the RA isn't. No, he's in a frat. In... He he no, mentions it near the end. Yeah. He mentions it near the end of the movie that his frat has some event or something like that. He is. He's the only man in the movie. <laughs> I thought it was the other, the hot one who drinks the coffee. There's another guy. Yes. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I I did see him. I saw him in the IMDb. I'm like, who the fuck is Damien? I don't I don't know yeah, that man at all. He's the one who drinks the coffee and then gets the hots for uh, Lindsay. He did it oh, for you, that's Damien. Right. That's right. Well, this is all for you, Damien. Is there a teen in that movie? We should do that fucking movie for the spectacular. Terrible. There's a lot of children. Um. So. We have these two main sororities that, that are at odds. You have Pi Epsilon Delta and Alpha Nu Gamma. Pi Epsilon Delta is only referred to as PED, which like yeah. performance enhancing drugs. Yeah, exactly. performance enhancing drugs. Like yeah. <laughs> you have to pick First thing letters. I thought. I said, <laughs> so they're in there just getting cranked up on steroids. <laughs> Juice up, just taking the, the green, the taking the clear. Right. Yeah. All over. I, yeah. Um, to improve the, their witch skills, they're trying to. Yes. Yeah. They gotta. They gotta juice up the the witchery. Mm-hmm. Use that. Use that. Um. That herbalism kit. So, yep. PED are all the nerds, and I, I guess, and then Alpha New. I think they just call them Alpha New. It's Alpha New Gamma, yeah. but I think they call them Alpha New. Those are the rich, pretty girls. Um, I really needed some more insight into PED because, like, we really don't know any of those girls or like see them do anything fun or social and we get this backstory for alpha new where we understand there it's it's a very big deal it's like very it's the exclusive one that everyone wants to get into but then we find out ped is invite only and i'm like that seems like it's more exclusive <laughs> that's like yeah. a harder thing yeah. to get into if you have to like be known as an incoming freshman to get invited to this thing what are the odds yeah um but yeah very, these are very skullish like it's very much the skulls yeah um but yeah these are the two oldest sororities on campus and they've been at odds from the beginning and that's it essentially with these two 
Are we going to talk about the witchcraftery of these two? We are. Now? When we get to, okay. we, we're going to talk about the lore in a sec. Okay. Uh, first, and I, I know, patient. I think you were trying to skip this part, and I get it. We do have to do love at first semester. Uh, Dave, I know. It's this is this is terrible, but I just I wanted to use this as a moment ew. to like shit on Finn more than anything else. <laughs> so, okay. Finn is fucking terrible. He's the only man in the movie except for this guy Damien that I forgot existed. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. The first time we see Finn, he literally barges into Sarah and Lindsay's dorm room unannounced. He doesn't yep. knock or anything. Nope. They're, I wrote that down. They're not having a pillow fight. They're wrestling over uh, the socks because yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay stuffed her bra with Sarah's socks in the most visible way possible. Yeah. They're the hanging out. Worst way <laughs> they're, they're literally half covered. I'm like, that's the only way it looks good. If I, you know, stuffed socks in there, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? They it don't bright ass turquoise. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it was like, they didn't even match her outfit. They don't no. even, I'm like, this is just, okay. No, it, it was, was it was a bad decision. Um, gotta get some of them cutlets. Gotta get them cutlets. And not the, for nothing. The old cutlets. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a woman, obviously. So I, I should not judge, but it, it does seem like by the, <laughs> By the time you get to college, it's time to stop stuff in your bra, I think. Like this is what you got and just do what you what you want to do with what you got, but like stuffing your bra with socks in college. You want to buy yeah. some cutlets? Okay. That's a, that's a professional apparatus. A water bra, like sure. you're just making your titties that's happy. A thing. The, yeah, you yeah. stuff your socks in there, they're going to be lumpy, uneven. Yeah. One's going to be higher than the other one. Um so yeah, so that's how we they're they're fighting over these socks. He just walks into the room and then just like stands there for a while before and i'm like when he first comes in i'm like okay there was a dude who lived next to me freshman year who had more confidence than any man i've ever met in my life his name i don't know what his real name was he we called him his name was lucky he called himself lucky i don't know if he had a real first name or not he's a big piece of shit but he was incredibly Mm. confident so I'm like, oh, this is like the Van Wilder guy on campus. I'm just going to walk in here because I can just do whatever I want. And it's like, oh, no, no, he's the RA who's just. Yeah. So I'm like, if you're the RA, I know that when I met our RA, we had like a floor meeting down in like the common area where we all, hey, I'm the RA and this is what we're doing. He's yeah. just like walking in door to door unannounced, just walking in the rooms left and right. Yeah. Well, then he also stands there and like watches them. Like doing whatever to they're wrestling. Like, you guys are the you guys are the twins, right? Like twins. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- yeah. Wow. yeah, twins. Exactly. That's <laughs> he's a, that's he's a pervert from head. the beginning. He's a right. pervert from the moment that we he's meet. He's like, him. do you guys uh do you do this often? Right. This is, what the and, fuck is this guy? And, and, and this is back in 06, right? So it's so it's before the modern era where it's like, oh yeah, yeah, stepsisters, sisters, people. Yeah. uh it's a different time now. Shit, like shit was shit was gross. It's a, it's a weird reality now. Very so weird. that's that's how we meet Finn, our male love interest. The second time we see him, uh, I, we have not seen him have any interaction with these girls at all outside of like, I guess, propositioning them. Mm, um, yep. When we see him the second time, Sarah tells him that she's moving out to move into. I guess that sorority house, right? Because she. Oh, no, they're they're in European mysticism together. Yeah, they are. But the, we see that's after we is that after, or is that? Oh, that is when we see him next. It's when they're that was yep. so weird. they're in European mysticism together. Uh huh. Taught by Gen- Professor Jennifer Tilly. I'm uh-huh. talking to you, but 
No one else no one knows. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted I they missed an opportunity for comedy there because I wanted two things to happen. What happens is Jennifer Tilly is like, okay, you guys like write this down. And when she said that, I'm like, there's a picture up on the board. Write what down? There's nothing to write. Yeah. And then we find out, oh, she's doing this as like a glamour essentially to like yeah. the, the other students in class will not notice that she's a walking around. And like talking to Sarah and it would have been funny for me if they would have either shown someone like really badly trying to draw this picture <laughs> like that would have been great or just show a shot of like what one of the students sees was he just like look up and see Jennifer Tilly standing motionless in the front of the class. I just I want to know what they see when all this is going on. Um, but but back to Finn. Um, okay. In, so yeah. Yes. Who so he's in that class with her? He's in the class and with he's, her. Oh, so he yes. She's like, oh, I'm probably gonna be moving. I gotta yeah. move out. I gotta. And he's like, oh, yep. When you're moving out, huh? That'd be great because uh, I can't date people who live in the room or like. <laughs> yeah, I can't Ooh. date somebody living in the dorm, and I'm like, motherfucker, you have no indication she's even mildly interested in you. Yeah, None. and then and then there's the whole glamour Jennifer Tilly Sarah thing where she's talking to her. And like Sarah gets upset and like runs out, and I don't know. Thinks Sarah interacts with somebody else, and then uh, Finn comes rubbing up, and he's like, "Hey, where'd you go? Like yeah. you just were there one second, and you were gone the next." And she was like, "What am I too fast for you?" And he's like, "I I hope so," or something along those lines. Honest like, to God, how Ooh. dare she flirt back with him? <laughs> like this man has no game and is a creep. And she's like, ooh, dude, no. You don't, ooh, encourage, you don't encourage behavior. Don't encourage that. You need There's... to shut down people when they say stupid yes. stuff so they don't do it anymore. He's going to do it. No, it's terrible. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I don't, I'm like, did she not realize what she, because there's a lot of times that are like, do they not know what they're saying? Because they are like, you get to see here, like learn a little bit more of their backstory, how like, to me, it sounds like they should have had to move a lot, but we don't get that explanation. No. But it just sounds like they don't, neither one of them, Sarah or Lindsay, ever really had friends or I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But there's a part well, of me that's yeah. like, oh, does she not actually know how to talk to boys? And she doesn't realize she's like giving off innuendo and like double entendre. Like that would be funny. Yes, that would no. be funny. I mean, this man it's is like, basically Wah. pulling his dick out and she's like, okay. I'm like, well, no, wait a minute. Maybe not. Well, Morgan Fairchild's also a horn dog because, like, yeah. every when she's dropping the girls off, every guy she's like, ooh, hey. Ooh, and if this if one. you notice, Ow. they they use the same uh, ADR or first thing, ooh, he's cute three times in the opening, three times in two minutes. It's the exact same, ooh, he's cute. <laughs> I'm like, do we need to redo that one. It. No, <laughs> it's perfect. This is the, yeah, leave we it. got it's it. Cool. We'll, just, we'll just loop it. We'll loop it. It's good. Um, so like this is their attempt in making it like more teen. It's like amp up the sex. I was like, none of this is sexy. None of this is sexy at all. Creepy and predatory. All. So then there's a moment where there's a crisis later in the movie. And not only is he useless in this moment, he can't help mm-hmm. himself from either trying to like mansplain it away or just making sex jokes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, you are running for your life right now. Stop trying to get your dick wet. Like this is not the time for this shit. Yeah. Um, and I also I don't know why this storyline is part of the movie at all, other than it's ABC Family. Like yeah. it, 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 it actually it's, like wastes time. And then there's like yeah. a moment at the end because one of the other PED girls, I guess, 
at first it's like she just seems like things happen and she but then it's like we discover that she can read minds yes so at one yes, point sarah's like i gotta go save finn cover for me and then vita goes mm, i don't think i'll have a problem with that and then we never see what she does and they nope. never tell us we They'll never see finn again no yeah it's it's all incredibly confusing. Like the, the what they do, it it doesn't make sense, and I don't know why they put him in there. Other than they were like, well, it's ABC Family. The main character has to have a love interest. <laughs> like otherwise, mm-hmm. I don't know why you do this. Yeah. Um, oh, oh. Yeah. There's also that other scene with him where like Sarah and Lindsay get in like a pretty big fight. They do, and then he's like, "I have a sister. I know it. Like fighting is like, and you know no. what I think." Is no, a what he said is, I have four sisters. I'm not afraid to hit a girl, is what he oh. said. <laughs> oh, that's okay. what he said. I'll beat a woman. He's got some PEDs going. He's like, right? yeah, I'll do it. Jesus. Yeah. But he also says, I know it like, can make the situation better, and it's kissing. And she looks yeah. at him like, what the fuck? He's like, yep. not my sister. Like, ugh. And I it's like she's like really upset and yes, her, she, man. Her, she and her Read twin the sister who are inseparable are fighting and you're like you know what's gonna make you feel better my tongue in your mouth yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was only it was only kissing thank thank god he could have said something much more time i mean it's it's like much it's worse. like you know your wife walks in hey man i have really bad news i lost my job i'm gonna make you feel better this dick and i'm like this is I, not I'm the gonna time spend the next for- 90 minutes convincing you <laughs> How I can fix everything. Right. With, with my, my dick. dick. <laughs> with yeah. my dick. Um, <laughs> Remember that yellow Coldplay song. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's, a moment, there's a moment here <laughs> between Corinne and Sarah and Finn that is beyond confusing to me. Thematically, I, I would say functionally, there's a part where... This is after they're in class together. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to think if Finn was going to tutor Sarah or if Sarah was yes. going to tutor Finn. Finn was going to tutor Sarah because okay. she left early on the first day of class and is right. already so far behind. <laughs> well, it's college, Dana. So, um, yeah, he's she's going to go over to go study at his place, which we've established in the beginning is across the courtyard somewhere i guess yes, i don't fucking know but it like seem like the best place for an ra it should be closer no, but whatever it, yes and yeah. i i i don't know because we were our dorm was one hallway it was just one hallway <sighs> like 12 stories tall so like mm-hmm. our, our ra was next door to my room but it's also like 20 rooms per floor or whatever it was, it was a weird dorm mm-hmm. in any event he knows that she's coming over and i don't know if he calls and tells her to come on over or if they've agreed on a time but like, eh, this is We're popping in. Okay, this is not a surprise. He knows that she's coming. While Maybe. she's in, she he should know. <laughs> like yeah, whether yeah, he yeah. knows or not, he should know what time she's showing up or something. Um, instead, Corinne shows up. I think he even answers the door like, "Hey, Sarah," and it's Corinne standing there. Yes. Um, Corinne Joanna shows Swisher. up. Joanna yes. Garcia Swisher. So, yes, the popular, mm-hmm. the most popular girl in college. Um. Mm-hmm. She shows up, they talk for about four seconds, and then they just get to fucking boning. We don't see it because ABC family. I think I think we see her like grab him from like behind the neck and like yank him, and then the camera stays where it is and they fall out of frame. That's Maybe. that's what happens there. But Sarah shows up um while Corinne is in Finn's bed and Finn is putting his shirt back on. <laughs> so I'm like taking it off. 
Oh, I hope. Well, that would make more sense for ABC Family. Either way, he's in. That he's in a compromising position. Yeah, I was very good. No, very I I thought taking off, but either way, way maybe maybe he was putting it back. On. Frankly, I don't know. Frank, I, don't know. I hope he was putting it back on because at least then he's like, I'm gonna try to get some trim right quick, and then my girlfriend's gonna show up. Taking it off, like you're you're settling in for a long winter's nap. This is gonna be a long fuck such a, session. Such a weird position. Like, get, you have the woman on the bed, just sitting there, on like, the bed. Take it off. Yeah, he's standing great. feet he's away standing from the bed, four feet away from the foot, of the, the foot foot of the Ooh, bed. Ooh, yes. Just... Take take that off and make your way over. Please. Uh, I am ready seven for... minutes. Ready for sex. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It just so 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 Sarah like opens the door. Again, no one in this college knocks. She no. just flings the door open and sees him there. So I'm like, no you sock were gonna... in the doorknob, no uh no, no sock in the doorknob. Or... No, no lock. You don't right. have a lock on your door. Yeah. So so she's standing there, and it's it's very much like Oh no! It, it's not what it looks like. It's, it's it's exactly what it looks like. But even more importantly, like you knew she was coming over. This is not. I had a friend in college. <laughs> I had a friend in college who was not. This was not his girlfriend, but it was very much a girl that he was dating and like seeing probably a few times a week. So like mm. we had not made it official okay. yet, but like we're together a lot. She invited him to come over one night. He got, and I remember this like it was yesterday. This is sophomore year. He gets over to her dorm room and like knocks on the door and she does not answer and he's confused what's going on. He goes to leave and then he sees her like getting out of a car in front of the door. He's like, what's happening? She was in the car blowing some other dude in front of the dorm. Oh. Knowing he was on his way over. She invited him over and then blew some <laughs> other dude and was like, I'm just going to do, I'm just, he's not even going to come inside. I'm going to go in the car. Yeah. Suck his dick wow. right quick and then go in there and have a wow. date with this dude. That I remember he told me, I'm like, buddy, I don't know what to say about this. Like, that's this is a tough spot. This is the dumbest. This it's the fun, it's the most fun you're gonna have in your life. Oh, it's, it is. it's also the dumbest. You're making so many reckless life. decisions every fucking yeah. day. So yeah. so so Sarah shows up, sees whatever is happening here, and like storms off. When Corinne leaves his room. We see her magically transform in the Jennifer Tilly. Uh-huh. Now, now she mm. says there's a couple things that are said here, and I don't. I think this might be why I thought that they had sex. The oh, first boy. thing that she says is like, "I hope this doesn't impact my tenure or whatever," because she's <sighs> a professor at this school who just fucked a student. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. then yeah. she runs into the actual Corinne and some of the other girls from what Alpha knew. Yes. Um, and one of the girls says, "Oh, I'm trying to think of the exact wording. It was something like, has she always worn that pearl necklace?'" And I'm like, "Okay, so that's not what they meant. It's just she because she was dressed in the exact same outfit as Joanna Garcia Swisher. So she's wearing like a pink lacy camisole. She has the pearls on. She's so yes to us. That's also like a man very... just came on her neck." <laughs> Yeah, that's a, you don't and, know that. like spot, spot, spot. Yeah, that kind of pearl necklace. I'm like, that's that's I what think they mean. They slipped oh, that God. past the sensor. ABC they, the sensor. Yes. It was yeah, it was definitely a, a tongue in cheek Shrek joke, basically. But I'm like, I'm like oh, the sensors are like, oh, well, she is wearing Ooh. a pearl uh-huh. necklace, and she normally dresses very dark and uh, you know, Stevie Nicks esque. 
So that's yeah, what a lot of, but yeah, I think a lot of laces. That path. Yeah. I just, so, okay. So let's say that she did not have sex with him. Sure. Why did she do this? Oh, um, oh, you couldn't figure this out. Okay. I think so, I know the movie didn't tell me, but I, I want to hear, no, no, cause no. you would know more than me. So I want to hear this launched head over. Or, no, no, this, this, okay, is, this sorry, is, hang on. You're too early. This, this is, too yeah, this is before not, that. This is not her. This no, is, cause that's this on page three of my day. Sorry, sorry, this. sorry. This is before, before she this. went ass over tea kettle into the mud. Yeah, that was yes. One that of the is coming up though. <laughs> Even in two forty p, she got good. launched. <laughs> so yes, but Dana, I need you to let me know why you think she did this because I have a theory and I, I want to know if I'm right. Okay, so my notes were like, "What's going on? Why does she do that?" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> it was Jennifer Tilly as Joanna Garcia Swisher, which is incredibly clever because she recognizes that if she can get Sarah to dislike, because Sarah's like, oh, I think Alpha New is cool. Maybe I'll go to Alpha New.' Oh, that's but what this was. Jennifer Tilly is trying to sew because she thinks Sarah is the <laughs> one, and she needs Sarah's power." Alpha New can't have her power. PED needs her power. So it was all a gambit to get Sarah to dislike Alpha New. Okay. And it so winds she, up working because in the knew next scene. She would get caught. Okay. Yes. In in my mind, I they they do a lot of talking in this movie about like a virgin and like needing a virgin. And I'm like, is she just gonna go fuck that dude so he's not a virgin anymore? So that he can't be used mm. for whatever they want to use him for. No. That theory makes more sense though, Dana. For her to yes, be like obviously. But how did she know she was gonna be showing up? <laughs> Cause that because that part was also she left the class early. And oh, I, I truly don't know. That part Boy, that's a bank it. shot. <laughs> but yeah, that, that I like your theory though. I do. It's um, the truth. It's what happened. This some of the parts of this film, <laughs> they they're giving you credit. They think you know. They are I did, they I think we're smarter than well, this, but they, you what, apparently not. What they're thinking is that I'm I'm a, a teenage or college age girl who thinks like teenage or college age girls think. I've never had these thoughts. So I'm just like, what well, are you doing? With my thoughts is you watch these films, they are formulaic to a they certain extent. So this they is what's that. happening. This is what's happening. So I'm guessing you didn't see the curveball later, huh? It was really no, bad. I we, we're talking good. about all that. That's coming up very soon here. So we gotta I, get to it. Let's yeah. I want to go over some of the lore in this movie because can anyone explain what the fuck is going on with the witches? Like explain what this movie thinks a witch is, please. Because I don't fucking know. So my biggest question at first was, I was like, does Morgan Fairchild know Alpha New is full of fucking witches? Because we see, they, they kind of make it a big deal reveal to us where Joanna Garcia Swisher is the person who's trying to stab the other girl in the beginning of the film. Yes. And then we also see on the first day of Rush, she looks the exact same 18 Not years changed. later. <laughs> oh my ah! God. Huge plot hole, but okay. No, she's a witch. Yeah, there are questions about how do people, is she just hanging out every year? They knew it was going to be 18 years. Did she just come back? Like, that's See, a lot of questions. All of these okay. things are confusing to okay. me. But, like, I don't, what what I mean is some of these women are apparently immortal and ageless because mm -hmm. Jennifer Tilly also cannot age. Um, so we're told. But they do pick an older woman to lead PED. I was like, we didn't need it to be Jennifer Tilly. They well, we didn't we it. didn't need it to, but yeah, she I, I think she's also ageless, but she's not a college age girl. Would have made yeah. more sense if she was. Yes. Okay, so some of them are immortal and ageless. Um, I don't I'm trying was Tessa Thompson there in the cold open or no? No. Okay, okay. No. 
Um, so Sarah just has like wild magic that happens on its own sometimes. We never see yes. anyone in this movie consult a spell book, use any like eye of newt, you know, tail of rats, and there's none of that shit happening. Mm. Um, Don't be just so basic. With your witchery, it doesn't have to. Dana, Come on, I, I play Dungeons and Dragons. I can bring out all kind of weird spell components if you yeah. like. I'm just saying, Hang it doesn't on. have What's to be all bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Yeah, there's, 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 fire there's, there's burning, a, fire burning. Yeah, there's a spell that I'm thinking of right now that needs half burned parsley. So like, I can, I can get weird shit. Regardless, <laughs> hey, this is a different. This is Wiccan, maybe. It, I, it, I don't it know. might be. I, 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 don't I, know. I, they didn't tell us, but yeah, we don't see them do any real incantations except for like before the sacrifice. So they're not even like over here saying spell words. They just yeah. seem to be able to do whatever they want on a whim, like regardless if they can see what they're doing, how far they are from the target. They can just. They're basically the hackers in the movie Hackers. They can just do anything. Yep. Um, yep. So yeah, I'm confused by how they function. Uh, no, both of these, well, yeah. We ca- we're kind of told PET PET PED <laughs> gets their power from the earth yeah. and from animals, and I don't know. It's I very hand wavy. I know it's from the earth. <laughs> where Alpha knew, I think the implication is, but we don't want to say it. They have sold their soul to the devil yeah, and are magic. fire in the yes, blood magic, fire yeah. sacrifice. You have to feed that type of magic. It's yes. dark yeah. magic. It's a there's, there's a whole Game of Thrones thing about oh. this. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's mel- <laughs> only very life Melisandre. can pay for life. Yes, I was thinking Miri Mazder when she um when she kills Caldrogo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. That one too. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are saying words. That's great. Well. So there's like a light side and a dark side of the force. That's, the night is dark and full of terror. That's right. And then she births a smoke monster from her loins. Um, yep. Sweet. So, yeah, that's, that was a pretty dope scene. So both these sororities are witch covens. Um, yep. We we are told in the beginning the the history and the backstory of like the greatness that is Alpha Nu. Um they said that three governors, two members of the House of Representatives, and five Fortune 500 CEOs were all uh-huh. sisters of Alpha Nu. Mm-hmm. I, I did some uncharacteristic research. The movie came out in 06. At that point, there had only been 29 female governors in U.S. history. So about 10% of all female governors were not just in this sorority, but like this particular chapter. Because I can't imagine yeah. every chapter of Alpha Nu is a coven. So I think it's probably like just this one. That has the yeah. whole big sacrifice thing in the basement. So that's also the question. Is everybody who's in here a witch? Or I have do that some, question too. Or do some just go like, hey, like, can you hook a sister up? I ain't got the magic, but I'd love to be this. I'll pay you. I'll, I don't you know, know. like. So, so but well, back to these stats quick, and then we're going to talk about that. Because so, so 10% of all female governors were in this this chapter the first fortune 500 female ceo wasn't elevated to that role until 2010 so he's made that shit up it is making shit up for this one Um, it's a movie about witches so (laughs) it's a lot of it's made up it's all made up um but as you were saying this is one of the plot holes that i had so nobody has ever like transferred to a different college quit the sorority had beef with somebody dropped out like every per every woman that joins a sorority makes it the whole way through and keeps their lips tight for the rest of their lives. No one's ever. I don't think 
I don't think they let everybody go down into the basement. I think there are some people who there's are more than a couple. Yeah, I think there's just some folks who it's a good cover. You have the power within you, so you get to be a witch with us. Other ones, you're here for like to help bolster us and keep our okay. standards high. Like I don't think every single person is a witch. In I, I just I don't know, and I I. It That's makes more sense if they aren't all because, yeah. like, at some point over the years and years this sorority has been around, one were, one girl would have gone like, hey, man, like, I just wanted to have some parties with frat guys and, like, learn some cheers and songs and sh- I don't want you murdering people. Like, somebody yeah. would be like, I know <laughs> this is not what I'm about. But no, yeah. we never we never see any of that. I and think then- I think it is select people because there's also just like a sense. Oh, wait, I was going to. Because, like, no one notices that, like, Joanna Garcia Switcher doesn't age. Like, right. she's always no one says there. anything or, about it. Or does mm. she take years off? Like, what? I, that that would have been the most confusing to me. Because, like, it's one thing if she's, like, a fairly anonymous student. But for her to be the most popular girl at college, when people come back 10 years later and they see her, they have to be like, are you a a doctor by now like you're still here <laughs> what are you what are you here and you're not aging at all and you're still yeah, dressed I'm, like modern teens like i'm confused by this i'm sure there's some blood magic involved because maybe that's the thing maybe magic. like she goes dormant for like 16 years or something that perhaps and then it's like oh i must reemerge to take my rightful threshold as the leader of alpha nu as as the chosen one approaches yeah, she's basically huh? a cicada, you're right. Yeah, um, that's, a, that's a good impression. No? Yeah, that was, that was very good. Um, no. <laughs> that was a cicada sounds like I, I can't even remember. I, I can't make a cicada noise. We have them. I mean, we get oh them. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're loud as they shit. Were, they were like shit, attacking like, Dylan and I like not too many months buzz ago. all day, like a hum. Trying to get out of the back door of our house was a fucking war zone. Oh, These giant ass cicadas yeah. just dive bombing the back door and dylan and i need to get outside but he's reluctant because these fucking things are swarming at him making a ton of noise they're, they're getting awful. in the house <laughs> they're the fucking worst well, it's like an episode of um what was that uh oh what was that show on discovery um the planet show planet earth jesus christ brian okay. but when they show okay. how grasshoppers turn into locusts and i'm like oh i thought they were different insects like no oh. if too many yeah it's like if if too many grasshoppers bump into each other in like a yeah. short amount of time they go through metamorphosis and so it's like you have to have enough grasshoppers in a swarm to be like constantly bumping into each other but then when they do they just get red eyes and become locusts and that's the difference it's like oh. if you get enough of them you get a critical mass and all of a sudden oh. we're all yeah it's, it was wild shit it's oh, much yeah. better than this movie was watch watch planet earth is very good um now the last Feeling for thing, sir david attenborough <laughs> he's he's he is listen he's the voice of our generation um the last thing that i want to talk about with this was the third act is just wacky twists like stacked up each other it is it is three wacky twists wearing a trench coat trying to sneak into showgirls like it's as though they got to the third <sighs> act and just like we have all these potential twists written down here on on I don't know note cards. Just throw them at the screen. We'll get all of them. Um, Sarah, the whole movie, we see that she has magic powers, 
and is both like unaware of and deeply embarrassed by them. Um, yes. The first time we see them, she touches Corinne's hand and immediately Corinne's wine glass full of red Kool-Aid exploded all <laughs> over her. That was Boone's farm if it was wine at all. Um, yes. Right away, Sarah is like apologizing. It's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, if that's me. I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Your glass exploded? I'm not immediately like, oh my God, I did that. I'm so sorry. I'm like, what? You haven't been living with powers for 18 years. They don't know you have those, Sarah. Like, they don't know. She just has her whatever reaction, which is always just apologize. Because Lindsay lays into her. It's always, don't get Sarah mad. Yeah. Don't do this. Do it again, Sarah. Yeah, like I think she's just so used to it. She's like, you promised to be normal. Oh my God. It's just <laughs> it's just confusing. And then Sarah and Lindsay's mom, this is another twist here. Morgan as we Fairchild. discussed, Morgan Fairchild. Mm -hmm. She was pregnant with twins at the time, which Dana knew immediately. Oh, no, no, no. I, no, oh. no, no. Okay, sorry. Not Morgan Fairchild. They're actually. Oh, mother. not. So, yes. <laughs> that's a, that's, a, that's a, a secondary twist to this twist. Yeah. So, so. We were supposed for about eight seconds of the movie. We think that Morgan Fairchild was the woman from the cold open who almost gets stabbed. Um, Jennifer Tilly does this monologue where she reveals like 85 things in like a three minute span. But what one of the things that she reveals is that the girl in the cold open that we saw, but that Sarah didn't, but Sarah's familiar with somehow. Um, does she hold up like a picture frame and show her in the frame or a mirror or something? Um, some water situation. Oh, okay. It's, she it's, made yeah. her appear and yes. not like a nice photo of her. They're like, oh, we can't get that girl looking. We're just, no. re can you, can we re-roll the footage of her? <laughs> we'll just show the, the footage. So no, they, don't worry yeah. about it. She'll figure so, out what her mom looks like while she's screaming tied to a burning fucking pedestal. Yeah. A, a, a stone altar with propane yeah. tanks around it. So essentially, um, for a second, we think that Morgan Fairchild was the lady on the altar. And then Jennifer Tilly right away was like, oh, no, 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 no. That was not your mom. Uh, Morgan Fairchild isn't your mom. They merged your mom like the second you were born. <laughs> I was like, yep. well, hold on a minute now. Goddamn. Calmly. She, she calmly like is like they killed your mom. And also they didn't try to kill you. Yeah. So moving on. Uh, so anyway. What do, you, what do you think about the year? So Wednesdays <laughs> is meatloaf night. It's just very so like matter uh, of fact. The, the, the kitchen. This is the co common room where we have TV and game nights. Garbage like, night is Tuesdays. So blase. <laughs> it's very blase. So that's, that's why the witches thought that that lady was the one. She was pregnant with the one in her womb. This creates another major plot hole for me. And I, I don't know if I just didn't hear the explanation here. They could have just held the mom captive until she was ready to give birth and just like kill the right baby with the magic knife. Does she have to be? So, I don't think they student? knew. <laughs> like, I don't think they knew which baby would be. I don't think they knew she like, I think she, they had twins and they weren't sure right away, which but one. they have a magic knife that could tell them. Try to stab them both, and then whichever one gets poked is the one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know, alive, Dana. Baby. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> They're killing people in this movie. Ooh, it's a death of know. some sort. A Rug baby pops artemis. out, and we're fucking stabbing it with an eye. I don't know. I'm, I'm just telling you, if your plan is to do this, there are so many smarter ways to do it than, like, have Morgan Fairchild be a bad foster mom for 18 okay. years. Hope 
this girl is smart enough to get into this college, but not so smart she wants to go to an Ivy League school. <laughs> like, there's a lot there's of no hope. a lot no of contingencies here. I, I'm gonna guess you need like a full adult human's amount of blood for the sacrifice. So that's why they needed to wait for this baby to grow. Up. Okay. Well, I, I, a lot of blood. They, the movie could have told us that. Could have said, mm-hmm. "Hey, we need eight pints, and a baby only has half pint. Whatever." Um. I'm going to remind you this was 2006 on ABC Family. They're <laughs> not going to condone the true. murder of a newborn child. Well, then don't make this I fucking movie. How about know. that? We would, hey, we would kill a child. No problem. <laughs> we just need a lot more blood to complete our blood sacrifice. <laughs> Understood? Back we got it. You know what's Back up. Back to it. Cool. So Great. okay, yeah. so there, there is, there is a problem that I had there with like logistically, this is bad. Um, again, Morgan Fairchild isn't your actual mom. She got murdered the second you guys are born. Came out of fucking nowhere, just real nonchalant. Um, I, if anything, I thought it was like like Summer Glau was Morgan Fairchild's kid, and then like they placed like the to to tell yeah. me that those two are actually related in the original. It's like a stepsister makes a little bit more yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like to me, I would have been like, oh, so they waited for they kept her strung up on that altar, kept pumping her full of shit. Baby pops out. They give it to Morgan Fairchild, who also was pregnant. You know, like I just right. I I thought it was like a that situation that she's not actually. That would have been Morgan's such a smarter kid. reveal to be like, no, 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 that's not your mom. That is your twin sister's mom. Y'all aren't twins. Yes. That's a better twist to me than to be like, no, yeah, yeah, no, we killed your mom right away. I'm not sure who that lady is, but like, so that's why she's mean to you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, so then we have another up. twist, maybe 30 seconds later, that Lindsay has joined the dark side. This is a quality heel turn. Like, we, there was a moment, they hold up a mirror. Where are they at? Like a, a bar? The gym. Or the, gym. the gym. That's they're in the gym. That's why they're all in Juicy Couture. So they hold up a, a mirror. <laughs> And Lindsay, like, they all jump into the mirror, basically. And then Lindsay can see what she'll look like if she joins Alpha New. She is so chill. So, like, Lindsay starts to freak out. She's like, why are you guys doing this? This is a joke. He doesn't really like me. What's going on? Everybody's, like, pointing. She thinks everybody's pointing and laughing at her. Like, there's almost like, I wish we got to see them. Yeah, I wish we actually got to see them as kids a little bit, like one little flashback so we could know that like, oh, no, everybody was picked on the two of them called fucking freaks, whatever. So she first tries to turn on Corinne's like makeover because she's like, what the fuck? You're just messing with me. Yeah. You put him up to this. This is all horrible joke. You guys are carrying me. A a boy came and flirted with her in the gym and she's immediately like, I don't believe this would happen to me. I'm Summer Glau. So then they put the little little it's like a little she brings awkwardly brings in a pocket mirror and doesn't like hold it up to her face holds it at about hip height and is like, yeah right. it's not a top bag it's a it's a it's a mirror it's not like uh yeah it's not like a little flip top we open it up this is a a standalone oh, mirror okay again the the 240 the 240 hurt. really hard so who knows what this thing was and when they do the mirror she gets taken in now they're in like a ballet studio at the gym yeah. Yeah, that's right. And because yeah, they had Tessa Thompson like curling like tens. <laughs> she she was pumping iron. <laughs> Joanna's was just like a two and a half. Two and a half. A little Tessa dinky. Is she's, yeah, she get them guns. Um, but then they wound up being in the ballet studio, and we get to see Summer Glau like looking all. And I'm like, all they did was put makeup on you, do your hair. Is Thank that a push up bra or yep. a titty bib? I couldn't really tell. But... I, God, my 
My, I, I was like, I think I'm supposed to be wowed by this makeover, but she just looks the same in smaller clothes. <laughs> like they just put her in like a shorter skirt, like a tighter shirt, and like and curled her hair. On her face, put yeah. makeup on her and curled her hair. I'm like, this yeah. is not dramatic enough. You need to give me yeah. a full, a full, you know, fern mayo makeover here to violet. Yes. You need that. Yes. I actually, yeah. there was a thing that I saw about that uh, a couple of days ago, where when she was in her fern mayo get up on set, um, everyone in the crew ignored her. Like yeah. by, on purpose. We talked and, about this. Did we talk about that? That was five yes. years ago. Yes. I don't remember any of that shit. That was forever we ago. We were fresh-faced kids. Well, never mind. Listen to our episode on Jawbreakers. It's very good. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. so then we get another another turn here where now Lindsay's back on Sarah's team. That's a heel turn, and then or a face turn. Then Sarah gets stabbed in the back. That happens somehow. Um, we have this knife that we've established can only hurt the one, which like be be one percent more creative with what your name in this this thing. Give it a fake name, but the one like seems very lazy. But then they establish in a throwaway line that it can cut through anything as long as it has some of the one's fresh blood still on the blade. Yeah. Uh, like, you're making. Sure. I mean, this is this is stupid as shit. Now the one Billy Gun, yeah. Yeah, oh. like before we became Mr. Ass. Well, actually, it was after actually, Mr. Ass, it, isn't it? No, it was after Mr. Ass. Yeah, yeah. this is really in Chuck territory. Oh boy! <laughs> but the, <laughs> but yeah, the thing yeah. about it only being able to stab the one. This is how we learn Sarah is not the one. Yes, but Summer Glau, Lindsay yes. is the one. Yeah, they, and Lindsay who has no magic powers. Sarah who can do magic. <laughs> she <laughs> catapulted a girl to the mud. They're searching. They're searching for the head vampire. And you're, and you're gonna fail. This is the Lost Boys all over again. Yeah, like I I don't understand the upside of this knife. And again, I'm thinking of it like via D and D rules. But like, okay, cool. It can only kill the one. Fucking why? What is the benefit of that? Like, are you just walking around randomly trying to stab everyone until the knife lets you poke somebody and you know that's the one? Like, what is the benefit of having it only be able to stab this one particular person? Well, it's also the thing of like they needed to see certain signs, and that's why they thought they thought um, Sarah and Lindsay's mom was the one. Well, what were the signs? We because never you know. Also, you thought Sarah was the one just because she had magic, but like, mm. what were the signs? The signs. Because, the signs can't be wrong. Because then the what signs were signs? wrong, and it was fucking Lindsay the whole goddamn time. Yeah. They did not see the sign. It did not open up their eyes. No, it didn't. No. It just didn't work. They are not no, happy now living without. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ace of Base. I'm sorry, I, I, I said to they, say they it. made they yes. made perfect mu music for a skating rink. You're right, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just the the knife of it all. I'm like, I don't, I know why you need it for the movie. I don't know in what real world <laughs> this would make a benefit to have this knife. In which real world, which scenario is that? What you're asking? Yes. In a real okay. world where real witches are doing sacrifices, having a knife that can cut anybody is better than a knife that can cut one person. You don't want to cut the raw. You need the blood of the one, though, to feed your blood magic but to keep sometimes, it going. Sometimes I also just need to, like, murder somebody real quick. Well, yeah, that's what any sometimes. other knife is for. That is what <laughs> any other one. knife is for. Anywho. Um, Maybe just go to the kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. There's probably a nice kitchen in that house. That's true. Yeah. Um. So, uh, we have one more twist at the end here that I'm just like, "Fuck you." 
we, so Morgan Fairchild has been cutting Sarah for her whole life to like take her blood to mm-hmm. use in her spells. Yep. And she's somehow convinced Sarah that she's been engaging in self-harm. Okay. Like that that's what these scars are from. Don't the movie they made a really big deal of zooming in on Sarah's forearm scars. And really hard to see. Yeah, really they're hard see. they're hard to see in 240p. They also she had a lot of bracelets on all the time, and like those were used to to help cover up the scars. So like I can understand that Morgan Fairchild has been cutting and bleeding Sarah because she needed her blood for unnamed magic spells. Can you? I've seen I've seen Tangled. That is the entire premise behind the Mother Gothel character is like I have to keep Mm. Rapunzel alive. Tangled? Oh, Tangled is tremendous, Dave. Mm. I've seen it, but I don't remember this. Oh, it's fucking great. Yeah, the, the whole the whole thing is like Mother Gothel has Rapunzel up in this tower because Rapunzel's hair keeps Mother Gothel looking young. So like the, there's a lot of subtle moments in that movie where you see her like talking to Rapunzel and saying I love you and is looking at her hair and not at Rapunzel. It's clever. Mm. The movie's clever that mm. way. It's good. But in any event, like if you want to tell me that Morgan Fairchild has been using Sarah to power her spells, that makes sense. I get how that could happen. What I don't get is how you convince Sarah that she's been cutting herself like that. Is this well, another she glamour d- she's done to her where she's like, yes, she does know? kind of say it to the RA where I guess somehow he finds I, I forget when they have that conversation, but she's yeah, like, I don't remember the before. I only remember like the after and like on the way to the hospital but she never she clearly states i never remember and i was like that's fucking you know you know what would make a lot more sense if you're a morgan fairchild and not a moron tell the kid as a toddler oh you have a medical condition i have to do like regular blood draws on you yeah and like also to drain the regular part of your life yeah to drain the kid so much that she at one point has to go to the hospital i'm just like Yo, Morgan, you got greedy. You got greedy. You got dangerous. You got high on your own supply. Court low. You should really uh, stop bleeding so much there, young lady, and uh, you'll be fine. See, the the dipstick line should be here, but yours is down here. I don't want to know where you're you're putting that dipstick. No, we're good. No good. Um, as we, yeah, as we, but it should yeah. have been like we have to do weekly, monthly yes, blood you have draws. To do regular blood just, draws on you. Yeah. It just comes out of the arm, and it. I'll go one step further. We have to do regular blood draws at you at the doctor's office. I happen to be in a sorority with this doctor when I was in college. I know she's good, blah, 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 whatever. There's I'm giving blood. This one moment of thought would have made also, more sense with this than she's cutting they herself. Put her, they could have put her on Accutane because you literally do have to do monthly blood draws to make sure your lipid, your lipid levels aren't getting too high because your body is like excreting all of its grease. Make her a type one diabetic. Make her a type one diabetic. We got to, we got to do finger pricks. (laughs) Yeah. Something. But yeah, when you're on Accutane, we're doing blood draws to make sure your, your shit ain't fucked. There there could have been anything would have made more sense than I'm just convincing her. She's suicidal (laughs) like that. That's, that's a problem. Um, Now, as we've alluded to, none of us know what happened at the end of this movie. Um, the, the sound literally drops out for the last two minutes. We see Jennifer Tilly carrying what I think is a sensor of some sort. Uh, I don't think there was smoke coming out. So I don't know. Wait, wait. If okay. she had so first of all, there. we do have to say they, they save. Uh, what's her name? Gets all the power. They defeat Corinne yes. and the alpha news are gone. 
But I, so you thought it was Jennifer Tilly with the incense? I thought so. Swingy? I thought it was Tessa Thompson. Oh. What if it was Tessa Thompson? <laughs> I wonder what and they said at the end. insinuating. Because yeah. we couldn't, because Sarah's like, she's like, I, oh. I think Jennifer Tiller's like, we've done it. You don't have to do anymore. Yeah. And Sarah's like, the, my work isn't over. And then you see, I don't know what she's carrying in that incense thing. Swingy. I forgot it, she didn't die. I thought Tessa Thompson yeah, died. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't and the, die. And at the end of the Wikipedia, it, it, there's apparently a voiceover that we don't get to hear. <laughs> uh, it's it's Esme saying, uh, "That's the trouble with fire. You never know when it's going to flare up again." Okay, Ooh. so that probably was her with the sensor. I just assumed that was Jennifer Tilly. That's, they spo- were that's supposed to be the, a sequel. Supposed to be the oh, Eternal Flame. Shame on them. Yeah, the Eternal Flame that they talked about a lot for one minute of the movie. I'm <laughs> gonna go out if you don't funny. put in it. Yeah, it's good. I thought it's it was good. one of those like if you've, you've been to Catholic churches and they do the sure have. Oh, I yeah. thought it was that. that well, I thought I thought she had the a sen- yeah I'm, I'm Catholic censor of incense swinging back and forth. Oh, from the she I was had. like, what are you calling it a censor for? I was like, you it's put the, the incense, incense in the censor. Yeah, that's not what. That's it's it's a uh, it's a censor. What do they call? Uh, I think it's more of a diffuser sort of thing. Yeah, uh, it's not. A, it's not. It's with, not a without oils. Without oils. But, <laughs> no, yeah, it's diffuser. You're swinging I, your diffuser of incense. It smells I, fucking horrible. I'm gonna look it up right now. That's the trouble with fire. Uh, you guys I don't know what's gonna flare up again. Turns out I was know. I was correct at the sensor. A sensor okay, whatever. A sensor incense sense. burner, perfume burner, or pastel the father, burner. The sun and the sensor. <laughs> That's right. Okay. We yeah. needed to clarify because I was like, what the fuck are you talking okay, about? Okay, yes. yes. It was it was the, it the thing the, you swing around with smoke coming out of it. The proper uh Catholicism term for the fucking dangly <laughs> Incense the ball and stinker. chain you don't hit people with. Yes, that's Imagine basically what that thing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so hot. anyway, but yeah, it's got to be warm. But yeah, I, I, okay, so that changes what I thought happened. I don't know what happened at the end of the movie. I have no idea. We see them walking from behind a lot. That's it. It's, basically, yeah. it literally like it looks like it cut to commercial. It comes back, <laughs> and you hear the sound. <laughs> yeah, this is on the YouTube version, everybody. And then you're like, oh shit, we're about to end. And then it cuts and plays that scene again, but now the audio is dropped, and then yep. you're just watching the movie in silence in for silence. two minutes. I was thinking maybe it comes back. (laughs) I was like, like, sincerely, The Breakfast Club. I'm like, this is a great movie. (laughs) This is a great movie. Great ending. This is Oh, God. All right, guys. One thing we like doing on this pod is taking a look at a minor character to see if this movie was started big things at the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Uh, we're diving on Ben Ziff, who played Finn. Um, I didn't look up to see if he was related to the Hollywood Ziffs. I don't. I don't fucking know. Ziff Ziff. Uh, oh no, that's not Hollywood Ziffs. I'm thinking of um Zoidberg, the the Harold Lloyd's. Uh, Artie <laughs> Ziff was on The Simpsons. Artie that was John Ziff. Lovitz from The Simpsons. You got confused with Artie Ziff. I did. I thought Harold not Lloyd was nothing Ziff. real about it. Harold Lloyd. Nope. Nope. Oh, nope. 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 I was way off. Oh. Uh, so I I picked him. (laughs) He's a fairly major character, but like none of the other characters in this movie had anything interesting to really discuss. Not that he does, but like you just didn't want to go the easy route, like I did with Hillary Swank. I did not. I didn't want to go Tessa Thompson. I didn't want to do Morgan Fairchild. (laughs) I didn't. No, I didn't want to do that. Um, so Ben Ziff had 18 total credits. This is his 14th. He was previously in 
two episodes of Freaks and Geeks as jock number one, I think is what you oh. I would have thought like, he would have been a, a geek, but okay. Well, apparently, he was a jock. It's it's weird though that it's like you were you played the same character in back to back episodes. They didn't name you anything. Um, he was in an episode each of the Drew Carey Show, Boston Public, ER, that '70s show, NCIS, and the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. A lot of great shows there. Not he's, all he, of them, are, but some are good. I mean, these are these are recognizable titles, and that's only like some of his work. I had a thing. I loved Boston Public. I loved Boston. Fiveish Finkel in Boston Public. Uh, Nude naked teens. I'm gonna say something politically incorrect. That's my thing. Fiveish Finkel. God, is that streaming? Is that on who actually watched Boston Public? It's got to. It's got to be. A, it's got to be one of those ones where you go under full series. They have to show that full series. It's, it's got to be some fucking weird. Um, and then he was in. I get it confused with Boston Legal. It's the yes. same. The same creator. It's the same. Uh, was that David E. Uh, Boston Legal? Yeah. The, David e. Kelly. Kelly, same so. yeah, same guy did Aldi McBeal. Boston uh, Legal yeah. is the and the practice and the continuation yeah, he, of the he was a, he was a lawyer. He knows what he writes. The practice, not funny. Boston no. Legal, funny. very funny. <laughs> funny as shit. Shatner and Spader, Isn't yeah. That uh, Shatner Spader, and Spader being awful. Spader's great on that show. It's so both of them being awful. Yeah. Uh, so he was in a couple episodes of That's So Raven. So he did Disney for a little bit, which might have been how he transitioned into this movie. Mm. After this. He was in something called Surfer King. Uh, that's got Alan Thicke and Gabriel Iglesias in it. So we'll obviously that one for the pod. He plays a 17-year-old, or there's a 17-year-old like male lead in that movie. So we're rest doing that peace, one. Alan Thicke. It sounds we terrible. Miss rest in peace, Alan Thicke. We Thick. miss you. Yeah, rest in no. peace, Alan Thicke. Happy you're still with us, Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah. Ben um, Ziff is like my age. And in 2000... <laughs> <laughs> 2006, he was 23 years old. Why is he playing a 17-year-old? Anyway. I, I can't explain that. Um, he was in a short called The Attackman. Uh, he was in a mockumentary called The Rock Paper Scissors Show, which would have been amazing if David Guest made it. It's um, it's a Christopher mockumentary. Guest. Christopher Guest. David. Who's David Guest? Is he anybody? Uh, a guy I went to high school with. David oh. Guest. I think was married to Liza Minnelli. He was married to yes. Liza Minnelli. That fucking. He had weird a I don't know where that face. came from, but Dave. Quality trivia. He had a weird like, fucking face and a weird I was voice. Like David Kess, who sat next to me at graduation in high school, could <laughs> could be. So if be. Christopher Guest directed the Rock Paper Scissors show, to be great. It's a mockumentary about the World Rock Paper Scissors Championship, and I'm like, yeah, okay. if they, if Christopher Guest made that, get Catherine O'Hara in there, this would be great. Um, yeah. His most recent role uh, was in 2009 in a made-for-TV movie called Anatomy of Hope. Um, <clears throat> he played Workman number two. So not even number, just Workman two. Okay, Work, so, Workman two. So JJ so, Abrams directed. JJ Abrams did direct that. It's it's it was based on like a best selling novel or yeah. like a yeah a book series or some shit. Christopher Messina and Joey King are in this. Yep. Christopher yeah. oh, Joey Con- King. Carrie Condon. No. Like oh, Carrie Condon. I'm like Gary Condon. Oh no. So. You guys remember Gary, Gary Jr. I remember Gary Condit. Um, yeah, that's just so he's doing real estate in Rancho Cucamonga now. Oh, okay, probably well, no. Not- I no. I'm guessing. Oh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I hope he didn't die. It didn't say he died, but like I'm thinking deep Orange County, probably somewhere, and he's yeah. he's got good business cards, and he's probably doing fine. But you know, it's hard to say. I this hope it's might, not sad. This might have been the peak of his career. Okay. This is this is a a, a full length film and he's the male lead in it. 
Uh, a lot of a lot of one episode of a lot of TV shows. So it seems like this might have been the peak of his career. I haven't seen the things that came after this. We're, we'll do Surfer King in three weeks and I get to pick again. But I don't. No, uh, not. <laughs> the the plot sounds hilarious. Um, no. So that does bring us to the end of this episode, and just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to add some superlatives. Um, Vita is most likely to go out of her way to make sure everyone knows she doesn't like pumpkin spice lattes. She was very much giving off like, I'm not like regular girls. I'm different. It's kind of her whole True. vibe. Uh, yeah. Ben is most likely to complain that men aren't even allowed to be men anymore. Uh, I'm sorry, Finn. Jesus Christ, Ben. See what happened ben. there? Uh, Esme is most likely to go by her middle name because that would be hard to fucking introduce yourself as Esme every time. Lindsay is most likely to socially climb, and Sarah is most likely to turn her childhood trauma into a four-part Netflix documentary series. It would be so much better than this movie was. Like, listening to what Morgan Fairchild bleeding her and, like, lying to her and taking her to the hospital, that'd be a lot better than this was. Um, This next movie is Dana's pick. Dana, what are we going to watch next? Uh, I was going to keep it in the Panhellenic region of things. Panhellenic? Yeah, and this also <laughs> it was on HBO Max, so I should actually probably see when it's going to leave because we're done they with fi- the Halloweens, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They finally brought going to come out on like the PCU's finally on streaming, right? Oh, I was oh, like, wait, what? They, oh, no, you got to make it clear you're pulling our leg, man. This is no, twice in a row. Would, that would be the ultimate thing. <laughs> I got but, so uh, excited. I was I like, oh my god, I got to pick a new movie. It's just um, not there. Just I was gonna. I was going to do um, a movie that I thought of while we were watching this, but it's not available for free anywhere. Um, so I'm going to go back to my original choice, which is Neighbors. Okay. I fell asleep okay. three minutes into this movie okay. in the theater and then woke up at the end. So I have no idea what happens in it. It's, I think it's better than that. I, I enjoy this. I haven't seen the second one, which I... Sure, rising. That one's any good. Yeah, but I enjoyed <laughs> Neighbors, so okay. we're going to watch it because it's on HBO Max. Oh, there you go. Well, that for next week. Oh, yeah. boy. Well, <laughs> we'll find out where else it is next week, too. Uh, uh-huh. Guys, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recapping Gown Pod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, Recapping Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to jump in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Esme, your breath smells like virgin. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.